Thanks for tuning in to Witch Wednesdays with Steph for a chat about a new witchcraft topic every Wednesday morning. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. I'm Steph, and you are listening to Episode 71, Daily Practice and Routines. This is definitely something I get a big question about fairly often, is how to incorporate witchcraft into the everyday, and then how to create routines around your witchy practice. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the concept itself, and then also what are my sort of daily practices, my routines outside of that. And then I have this episode split into two. So the second half, I have guest hosts for you, and they are actually co-hosts of a podcast called Witchcast. You may have heard of it. And they will tell you then about their daily practice, some of their routines that they have. So you can get some ideas for yourself of just some sort of things that you can incorporate and then also have some additional resources to go and check out through them. So first half of this, I'm just going to tell you about my own sort of practice and what I do. But first, talking about this idea that you have to have a daily practice in general, especially when you're first starting out. Magic definitely seems like this very fun thing to do, and you want to do it all the time, every day for every little thing. But definitely remember that not everything has to be ceremonial magic or a complicated ritual, because it would be nearly impossible to not only have the time, but the energy to do a working like that every single day. So don't, right off the bat, I want to say, don't feel like you have to be doing a spell or complicated ritual every single day. I just don't think that's sustainable. And not everything in life requires a magical response. A lot of things you can handle in a mundane way. So I don't think having a daily practice is essential to be an effective witch. I also think that the idea that you have to, you know, practice daily because a lot of experienced witches do say that, that you have to have some something in your you know, practice every day, you have to do some sort of witchcraft every day. I think that's a very ableist mindset because not every person has the necessary tools to practice daily. And that can be, you know, physical tools, but also energetic tools and just what you can put your mind and body through in a day. Not everybody has the capability to be doing witchcraft every day. And that's fine. And we've talked in this podcast before that you go through phases, especially if you've been practicing for a long time, where you just don't pick up witchcraft for a while. That may be a couple days, a couple weeks, a couple months at a time where you just don't do anything. And that doesn't mean that you are no longer a witch. You're just not actively practicing at that exact moment. There's nothing wrong with any sort of way that you structure it. There's no problem. You're not missing anything um, if you sort of put it to the side and come back later. So definitely don't feel like you have to incorporate anything I'm about to talk about or have a sort of daily practice or routine or anything if you just want to call yourself a witch by making a sort of kitchen witchy dish every Sabbath and that's all you do eight times a year, then that's fine. That's the absolutely acceptable way of practicing witchcraft. But I think the reason that this question comes up so often is that people really want, do want to know how to incorporate it more into their daily life because they feel a sort of detachment from what they consider their witchcraft practice and then what they do going about the entire rest of their day. And there's not sort of that space or 
melding of like the, the different areas, they're very separated from one another, especially for people who are in the broom closet. And we have talked about this in previous episodes. We had a whole like lazy witch tips episode with lots of little things that you can do. And those little things are very easy ways to incorporate small aspects of witchcraft in your day-to-day, like certain herbs that you can plant or um, putting a tiger's eye in your car. That's something I do. Every time I get into my car, there is a tiger's eye crystal in there because tiger's eye is protective, especially in travels. So it protects you when you are driving your car and you just stick a little tiger's eye in your glove box and that way you're incorporating witchcraft every time you drive your car. So it could be as simple as that, but I do understand where people are coming from when they ask my daily life doesn't feel that witchy. How can I fix it? So there's one thing that I like to recommend if you really want to sort of incorporate more witchcraft and just generally make your day feel more witchy. And this is to start a daily routine. Again, not necessary, just giving you something that you can use here if you're trying to just um, make your day a little more witchy. And that is to incorporate this routine using the acronym MAGIC, M-A-G-I-C. And I will go through what each of those letters stand for. But this is a way to create a half hour to one hour routine. I did not come up with the MAGIC acronym. It's fairly widespread, I think, in the witchcraft community. It's just like an easy way to remember the things that you should be doing every day. Uh, and not everyone has an hour in their day to dedicate to what I'm about to list. I completely understand that. I There are some days where I have a ton of time on my hands and could do lots of things, but there are other days where I do not have an hour to spare. Absolutely not. So pick and choose, and if it needs to be as short as half an hour or less, then you have to do what works for you. But here's the overall uh, system. So M stands for meditation. And it's one of the trickiest, but also most important aspects. And I know that the two guests that I'm going to have for the second half of this also do meditation. It's a big part of their practice. A lot of people struggle with meditation, especially if you have anxiety, ADHD, things like that. It makes meditation very difficult. I definitely understand that. But on the other hand, it almost makes it more important even if you can do only five minutes or less a day of just like some sort of focused meditation, it really helps you get into the mindset and check in with yourself because witchcraft really is about you and your personal power and you need to understand where you're at at the moment. So incorporating some sort of meditation is a really great idea, either general meditation Um, meditate on something in particular that you're going through. If something is on your mind or bothering you, or you have like something big in your life happening, you can meditate on that. You can use a guided meditation. They have a lot of them on YouTube that'll just walk you through it. Any number of those things, I do think some sort of meditation or yoga practice is very good. The A in magic starts, stands for affirmations. Affirmations, again, are very powerful in witchcraft. I have talked about that before, and affirmations are just those I am statements because time is a uniquely human construct and does not exist in the rest of the universe in the same way that we view it. So when we are doing our witchcraft and setting our intentions, our affirmations, we say, 
I am statements are important that you talk in the present tense. We've mentioned that in witchcraft, there's a lot of different ways that a spell can manifest. And if you don't say it in the present tense, then it may manifest very far in the future. You want to think of it as like humanity as the tiny little speck on the spectrum of the history of the universe that time just doesn't exist. So if you don't ask for it or say something in a present tense, it might manifest 3,000 years from now and that does you in this present moment no good. So you want to do these affirmations daily, especially if it's something that you are struggling with. And you say these I am statements every single day. Something like, I am confident. I am good, responsible with my money. Um, I am prosperous. I am lucky. I am a positive person. I am healthy. I eat healthy. Anything like that, things that you are struggling with. And I know for a lot of people saying these things out loud seems very silly and it seems very difficult. And I think for those people at that point, that's when you need to push through even more and it makes it even more important. So I urge you not to skip this step. And it's a very easy way to connect with yourself and connect with your witchcraft is to just get your I am statements together every single morning. The G in magic stands for grounding. We have a whole episode on grounding. Definitely go back and listen to that if you need to know how to do it. But grounding is essential for cleansing toxins and negativity from your body, from your space, from your mind all of those things. And it also helps you to be in the moment. A lot of us struggle with that, especially when we're trying to incorporate more witchcraft into our day. A lot of the reason that we struggle with that is because we are such forward thinkers and we're thinking about what we have to do for the rest of the day, what we have to do for the rest of the week, what's coming up the rest of the month, when is the next full moon, when is this coming, all of these future things. And it's difficult for us to be in the moment, truly in the moment. So grounding is one of the best ways to ensure that you are right there at that present time, especially if you are then going to be meditating and all these other things. Grounding is so important. The I in magic stands for inquire. And that means using divination techniques to just ask questions and see what the universe has to say. This is why a lot of practitioners have a daily tarot card pull or spread as part of their daily witchcraft because it is a good way to just check in with the universe and ask anything that of what you need to know that's coming up. If you're struggling with something, what does the universe think you should do about that? What sort of action steps do you need to take? All of those things. If you don't have any specific questions or scenarios that you are currently worried about. You can just ask generally what's coming in my day. What do I need to know about? And inquire to the universe what it is that's that's coming, what the universe has to say to you, what it thinks that you should know. And the last one is C in magic, and that stands for check-in. And that is most important if you work with is something outside of yourself. So that is namely deities, spirits, and ancestors. If you work with these types of beings, you want to check in every day, ideally, um, but check in regularly, especially if you set up sort of a working relationship with um, deities in particular, but all of these sort of spirits that you promise them some sort of 
offering or whatever else it is that you contracted with, with your, your deity and your spirits, you want to check in with them every day. Um, if you leave them offerings, then check in on those offerings each morning, uh, make sure there's no like empty bowls, or if you are leaving plants that those things aren't dying, anything that needs to be taken care of, check in with the deities and spirits, check in what, if they have anything that they want to say to you in that moment, anything that you need to do for them or anything that you are asking of them, um, any advice that you're trying to get from them, any workings that you have coming up that you're going to be asking them for their help on, just make sure that you check in each day. So that is the very basic acronym, MAGIC, good way to remember that. And as always, I have these show notes up, so if you need to go back and uh, remember what each of those letters stand for, that will be on whichwednesdays.com, so you can easily go check that out. But that is a good way to sort of have a daily routine, make it as short as long as you need to or as your time allows for, and that can be a good way to incorporate more witchcraft into your daily life and just feel like you're at least doing something. Some general tips that I have that are the probably most common ways that people incorporate witchcraft is, first of all, nature, and that is both getting outside and bringing nature inside, so using natural decor to decorate your home, things like that, or bring in nature, like pine cones and things like that to place on your altar, whatever like the seasons call for, anything like that. Nature is probably the number one way that witches sort of connect with something outside of themselves. Another great general tip that can incorporate more witchiness is to just respect your body in general. Eat well, exercise, check in with your mental health, all of those things to sort of respect yourself and recognize that you yourself are worthy enough that you don't need witchcraft to, you know, fix every problem or anything like that. Any sort of like negative thinking, yes, witchcraft can help with that, but just make sure that you are respecting yourself and your body every single day. Spending time in the kitchen can be a great way that witches, you know, incorporate more of their daily practice because that's so easy uh, with drinks and food to incorporate witchcraft. And then, of course, check out that Lazy Witchcraft episode that was sometime last year, I think, in season one, uh, that has a lot of very easy, uh, 100 actually, 100 very easy ideas to incorporate more witchcraft into your day. And of course, I'm going to tell you about my specific things that I do regularly. So as far as what I do every single day, I have a morning beverage routine because I have coffee every day without fail. If I miss a day or if I even have, I don't miss a day of coffee. It's never happened. If I don't have coffee at least by a certain time in the morning, I am just a very miserable person. I get headaches, like caffeine withdrawal. It's really bad. So I always have two cups of coffee every single day. I have since I was, I think, 11 years old. I started drinking coffee and yep, it's been, been a daily routine ever since. So uh, that is a very easy way to incorporate witchcraft into my day because it's already something that I do every single day. So I have a coffee spell up on Patreon if you want to go see that. But it's pretty simple. Um, add in a little cinnamon, stir in some intention. You know, you stir clockwise um, to attract something in and counterclockwise to take something out of your life. Uh, and then when I have more time, I do a cacao ceremony a little bit later in my morning. If I have just like more time that day, it's not something I do every single day, but maybe once a week. 
And that's always very, you know, witchy thing. Um, I also put on makeup every single day. There's a lot of different ways to do what's called glamour magic. And glamour magic is about the outside, yes, like about makeup and things. It's also about the inside and taking care of yourself. But I specifically do have like a little space set up for what I would consider glamour magic. It's almost like a little makeup altar kind of. Uh, And I do that every day. And then the other way that I think I incorporate witchiness into my everyday is I do something related to this podcast every single day. I make episode outlines. I post Patreon, Instagram, the website. Um, I record, post to YouTube, answer questions, (laughs) all of those things. At least something every single day. It's not exactly witchcraft in the traditional sense, but it does keep me studying and keep my practice at the forefront of my mind. So no matter, you know, what sort of a like topic it is or specific task that I'm doing, it is in some way related to witchcraft and just keeps me thinking about it because finding my path and then sharing that and teaching others is actually a hallmark of my Sagittarius ascendant personality. So it's all interrelated there somehow. And then of course I have a few regular routines that are not necessarily daily And of course, like, you know, Sabbath things that are eight times a year, I do things for the different Sabbaths, not every single one of them. I've mentioned that before. Some of them just don't call to me, so I don't do anything for them. Um, But other than that, in the daily practice, I do have some routines that I do still regularly. Uh, One of those is shower spells. I do not wash my hair every day. It is long and thick and takes forever to dry. So... That just cannot be a daily task. I do not have the time or patience in my life for that. So when I do wash my hair, then I absolutely make the shower a magical working. If I'm going to be in there forever anyway, then I might as well make it witchy-related. Tarot is something that I consider a regular routine but not a daily routine. I used to do daily card pulls. Um, at a time when I was working outside of the home and I found that really helpful because my day-to-day life would shift quite a bit and the energies of the day would be different just depending on sort of who I was dealing with or what kind of tasks I was dealing with that day. But now, since I am home, my sort of daily energies and how things progress in the day, it's very similar. So I don't feel the need to draw a different tarot card every single day just because it doesn't change enough. So I do tarot cards weekly, and that seems to give me a good enough idea of what's coming in the week without being like so overwhelming as pulling a different card every day. And I try at the moment to commit to one ritual working every week, because if I schedule it in, I know that I can make the time for a longer, more ritual spell working session. And I... I've mentioned this before, but I particularly like doing more ritual magic. It's not exactly like high ceremonial magic. That's not something that I'm interested in, but like more ritual that just takes more time. It's sort of like the rituals or spells or things that I post on Patreon and there's like a couple on YouTube, but just things like that just take more time, more energy. I really do have to like focus a little bit more. So for those things, I know that I can't, I do have the time if I commit and write it in my planner that it, I, it will happen. I can do one a week 
And by doing one a week instead of trying to do lots of different things at once, I can better track how and when that manifests. So I check in with my planner every single Sunday, and then I decide what I need in my life, like at the moment, and then match that to either what's in retrograde, what moon phase is happening, um, any important holidays. Um, If none of those sort of major astrological events are happening, then I just time it to the right day of the week. And that's how I decide what my one spell of that week is going to be. And then I get out my book of shadows and I write down um, exactly what the ingredients are, what the steps are, what it's supposed to be for, and, you know, exact language that I use and things like that. So then I can see when and how that manifests and be able to do any tweakings that I need to and keep like a good record of that. So that's kind of my daily and weekly sort of things that I do. And then the last question that I want to answer before we get into the guests for this is I have been asked, how do you define a practice space? Like what is the witchy space in my house? And how do I mark that space or like activate it, turn it on, consecrate it, anything like that, and get into the right mindset to practice? And I think this is important, especially for witches in the broom closet who don't have their stuff out all over the place. In my house, I've mentioned before, I do not have an altar right now. I will sometimes make like a makeshift altar um, and just put out some candles and things, but I do not have a permanent designated altar space. I will when we are done with the construction in our house. Uh, which is not going to start until June, so I've got some time. But we are doing construction in the upstairs and making a master bedroom up there and then a bunch of storage space and a small little, like, office-y kind of space for me. And on my desk will be a ledge that I can do a more permanent altar space. Otherwise, I kind of have things all over the place. Like I mentioned, I have my little makeup station for glamour magic and things like that. I do a lot of work in the kitchen. I do some things outside. So my tools are constantly moving around. So I understand that need to have like a space that you would sort of activate and turn on because it can otherwise feel like it's just a mundane space and you're not really doing any sort of witchcraft. So... For me, since I do have multiple spaces, I usually start by lighting a candle because I just like candles in general and I feel very witchy turning them on. I don't know, just (laughs) something. And when I go to start any sort of working, I like to light a candle. If I'm doing kitchen magic, I like to light something that's not scented. And when I have like a special, um, one of my intention candles by my makeup station. So I light that when I'm doing my makeup, it's like a sort of self-care routine that I just feel like a candle suddenly makes it like a different space. I don't feel the need to like cast a circle every time and things like that, but just lighting the candle sort of makes me feel like in the witchy mindset. When I am doing one of my rituals each week, then um, I light candles, of course, Um, and depending on the working, sometimes I do cast a circle, sometimes not. Um, but I do like to listen to music. I have a 
playlist on YouTube. So if you search, it's always linked on whichwednesdays.com, but if you search on YouTube for Which Wednesdays, it's on there too. Um, it's mostly just the podcast episodes, but there are a few videos in there. And I also have a playlist of pagan music, like lots of different types across the board, because it always depends on like what my mood is in um, at the time and kind of like what my working is going to be, if it's you know more uplifting or if it's kind of more like baneful magic. So there's different uh, levels in <laughs> that pagan playlist. So if you want to go check that out, I will link that specifically, but it is on YouTube as my one of my playlists. I think it is called just pagan music. And that definitely helps get me into the mindset um, a little bit more, a little feels like a little more witchy because I don't listen to the pagan music except during ritual magic time. Otherwise, I listen to like country usually, <laughs> but um, other kinds of music that are not like pagan related. So those are probably the two main ways that I kind of make a space feel more witchy for the moment. That might change once I have like a dedicated altar space that doesn't move and I can set more things out then maybe how I define my space and use it will be a little bit different, but those are like the main things that I do for right now. So that is what I have to say about daily practice. Obviously don't feel the need that you have to do something every day. It does not make you less of a witch. It's not um, a big deal if you put something down and you know don't pick up witchcraft again for a month. That's okay too. Um, however you want to structure it, but... If you do want to add more witchy routines or daily practice, um, hopefully some of my ideas will help. And then in this second half, I have the two guest hosts. So let's get on over to them and they can give you some more ideas. For this second half of the episode, I have two special guests here with me. They co-host a podcast together. So I am going to let them go ahead and introduce themselves, their podcast, and a little bit about their craft. Go ahead, guys. Well, hello, hello. My name is Julia Lamb. Um, I am a co-host on a podcast called Witchcast. Um, we have been ha- I've had this podcast for about a year and a half, and then Alana joined in. Um, she's a co-host as well. Hey, um, everyone. Yes, I am but- Alana Ramos. Um, most of you would find me on Instagram and other social medias as WitchyAF. Yes, and we've had this podcast together now for about, I'd say, a good... We started in the beginning of 2021, so it's been a good about a couple months. months. Yeah, good couple months for sure. Um, So um, I like to say that our podcast is definitely geared towards um, trying to bring like a sense of community of people together, like which is all people folk like alike. We want to make sure everyone feels like they can be heard and seen. And um, we like to reach out to as many people as we can. So that's what I think. Alana, what do you think? Yeah. And I, we definitely like to provide some educational content on the podcast. Yeah, for sure. So um, I think like most of the podcast episodes, we end up talking about cocktails and how to, you know, do witchy things and have fun. It's not always like something serious all the time. It's mostly we just mean Alana enjoy talking all the time. So it's mostly just us being silly, kind of just girls, kind of just talking about witchy stuff and educational stuff, like she said. So it's always a fun time. And if you have been a listener of 
our podcast for a while, you will know, uh, Julia, I've talked about Witchcast before. I've mentioned them. And mm-hmm. I think Julia was like one of our very first listeners. Guys. Like, yeah. Way I... back in the day, she was one of the very first people to ever message us. So she might have been like our very first listener ever. I'm not really sure. So uh, a lot of our audience probably overlaps. So you definitely have heard me mention Witchcast, seen me mention them. So I hope that after you hear this, you go follow them if you're not already. Oh, thank you. Yeah, our Instagram was actually just Witchcast9. But um, honestly, I've been listening to your podcast since, you know, like you guys started about like a year and a half ago or even before that. Uh, I got really excited and pumped because you're one of the first podcasts that actually meant something to me. And it actually seemed like a really, really interesting one to start off listening to if I could just started getting into witchcraft and everything. So the fact that I found you guys, it was really, really inspirational for me. And honestly, like, I really mean this. You were the reason why I wanted to start a podcast. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. So like I said, um, I've had my podcast now for about like a year and a half. Alana joined in and we're having so much fun. But in the very beginning of all things, um, you know, I didn't really know what a podcast was, you know, how to start one, how to do anything. And then I listened to yours and I was like, you know what, this would be so much fun to like, just talk about my craft, to talk about how things um, affect my daily life with witchcraft. And I just thought overall, it was so cool that I can find a podcast where I just talked strictly about witchcraft. I didn't have to go source any like YouTube videos or anything. And I found you guys on Anchor. I, I found you guys everywhere. I found your Instagram. And I was, like, obsessed. Oh, that is so sweet. Thank you. Yes, you're very welcome. And I think that is a good segue because I talked about part of my daily practice, witty things that I do every day is something podcast related. Not that that's, like, actual witchcraft, but, you know, studying topics and just talking about it and keeping up to date with the community every day. That's part of my daily practice. So the very first question that I have for both of you, if you do some sort of daily practice, because I did talk about it's not necessary to do something witchy every day. It doesn't make you less of a witch if you don't. But is there anything that either of you do every day or very regularly that's considered part of your quote unquote witchcraft routine? Okay. Alana, you want to go first? Well, so I've been a little bit of a lazy witch lately. Um, I just moved and work's been crazy. So my daily routines have kind of dwindled to a very short list at this point. <laughs> Nothing um, wrong but, with that. But I do always, one thing I always make sure to do is I check all um, my my offerings throughout the day or usually at the either like first thing in the morning. Um, I have like a craft room and I have a couple of different altars. So I just check. Um, usually there's some sort of um, like beverage of some sort, um, like a couple ancestors get wine, one gets Jack Daniels, uh, baskets, catnip tea. Um, so I just make sure that their glasses are not empty. Um, and I try my best to pull a tarot card every day, but some days are just a little too hectic. Um, but I do always make sure to check and make sure that check that their, um, offering glasses have something in it. That is so And I am, I am starting, I just, this is a new routine actually that I am like only about a week into. Um, but I am trying to build like a glamour practice. And I thought a really good place to start with that would be to improve my eating habits. I found this book, Eating with Intention. 
and it mixes together like meditation and healthy eating. Um, every like recipe comes with an intention and then uh, meditation that goes with it. So I have been, I haven't been making it every day, but I'm working my way towards a daily practice with that. And that is supposed to be the start of my glamour practice. Oh, that's that really fun. T- I like that. Thank you. Yeah, it's really cool. I love the whole aspect of the glamour products and everything that you can use for that practice. And the fact yes. that you want to eat better and everything, that's amazing. That's but awesome. Like, there's such like a misconception with the glamour magic that it's all just like makeup and things on the outside. But mm-hmm. really like you have to start inside yourself and treating your own body well. Otherwise you're not going to be able to like exude whatever it is you're trying to give off. Makes Very true. true. Gotta, gotta take care of yourself. Oh yeah. yeah. Totally. Okay. So for my practice and daily routine, I tend to do a lot of meditation or if as much as I possibly can, honestly, Um, life gets pretty hectic for me too, since the world is kind of opening again and work has been kind of just hectic. Um, For the most part, every morning, I like to have at least 10 to 15 minutes worth of meditation in my um, altar space. Um, I do because something kind of similar like what Alana does and I check my my offerings and everything to make sure everyone is well tended to and not forgotten and everything. Um, I like to kind of just not like um, just sit there and kind of organize my thoughts or anything. I actually really kind of like almost astral project myself into a way where I can both see what's going on like for the day and everything and what I want to get done. And um, I kind of just really just honestly kind of just meditate to the point where I'm really in the Zen mode before I go to work. So that's awesome. Um, But for the most part, I don't do a lot of witchy stuff throughout the day because I'm working like eight to 10 hours. Um, But when I do have time, I like to make myself a really good cocktail from like this book that I found. It's a, it's called witch's brew or something like that, but it's like the coolest book ever. And it just talks about different, or they call them potions, and it's really cool. Um, so I like to make those daily, or as many as often as I can to kind of like unwind after my day. And then I do some meditation right before I go to sleep. But like, I try to do 20 minutes, but that's really difficult because I get like my mind is just going a million places a second. I'm always trying to find new things to do. I'm always trying to research new things and. You know, when I try to meditate, I try to like kind of put everything into one place and then I try to organize my thoughts and then I kind of start, it goes down the shithole because <laughs> honestly, I just get so consumed with everything that's going on throughout the day that it's hard to kind of just like put everything in the back burner and just chill. But um, meditation, like I said, is a huge practice for me, a uh, part of my daily routine and everything. Um, I try really hard, like I said, to kind of make sure that I incorporate at least five to 10 minutes daily. So that way I can kind of just calm down because I, I actually have a lot of anxiety. So um, I'm a very huge advocate of mental health. So I'm always trying to make sure that people who do have mental health issues, they can listen to my podcast and know that I actually suffer from a lot of different illnesses and stuff. But at the same time, I can be witchy and practice and meditate and go and go through the motions. So that's kind of something where I come from. I think that's really great. Yeah, meditation yeah. is such a great practice, especially if you mm-hmm. have anxiety. But then on the flip side of that, it can be very hard to get into it and stick with it if you do have anxiety yeah. or any sort of ADHD or anything like that. It's definitely oh, 100%. 100%. a great practice mm-hmm. to 
get into. And I think any part that you can do, even if you can only do it for two minutes, it's still helpful. Yeah, for sure. hundred percent. Cause like I, back when I had more, more time and I was not working full time many moons ago um, <laughs> I used to have a regular yoga practice. Um, and that made such a big difference. Like I, if that is one thing that I really do want to get back into uh, daily because like 10, 15 minutes of yoga and just the breath work and the meditation that comes with that makes such a difference in your day. Totally. I totally get that. Love it. So then the second question that I have for both of you is outside of daily practice, do you have any other regular, more regular routines that you do? Maybe there's something you do weekly, something related to the cycle of the moon or the different Sabbaths. What else do you sort of do as a routine in your practice? Um, I, I definitely do follow the moon cycle as part of my practice. Um, I don't necessarily have like a set routine that I do like for like every full moon or every new moon. It's more of that. Like I plan spell work based on where we are in the moon cycle. Um, but it definitely influences like when I do things like, um, tomorrow, tomorrow's full moon is going to be in Scorpio, but it's also on a Tuesday. So it's like the perfect combination for things like road openers. And I have been hanging on to like everything I need for a road opener, just waiting for like the right time to do it. Um, so now like kind of everything lined up perfectly. So that's what I'll be spending my full moon doing, um, this time around, but it doesn't always happen to be a full moon. It just, it's more so that I just kind of pay attention to where we are in the cycle of the moon when I'm planning what that to do. That is so cool. I love that. Yes. Okay. Good luck with that. Thank yes. you. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, so for me, I do something similar to Alana. I do a lot of things based on, you know, the moon and what she has to offer us and everything. I don't do everything every cycle, like every, like, gib- like waning gibbous or like crescent. I do mostly um, new moons and full moons. Specifically full moons, I like to do a lot of different things. Um, I try really hard to organize my schedule so that way I can do things on the full moon, like for tomorrow and everything. Um, I like to do a lot of banishing work where I'm banishing like energies or like banishing negative thoughts. I do a lot of cleansing rituals and stuff to make sure that I'm ready for the next cycle. Um, But for the most part, I do uh, a lot of ritual baths or if I can, if I can't do a ritual bath, I do a ritual shower. Um, and then that includes like a lot of Epsom salts some um, sage, a little bit of rosemary. And I kind of have like some salt mixed into it. And I kind of just like do my own thing and kind of just put some um, intention into it. And um, before I even take like the shower or the bath, I tend to write a lot of the things that happened in my month that was negative and things that I felt because I like to journal quite a bit. And I'll try to just write everything that was really like the highlight and then just burn the shit out of it. (laughs) (laughs) I take the shower or the bath and then that's when I kind of just like let everything go because there's no point in um, having something in your life that doesn't serve you. So I'm always trying my hardest to make sure I get that negativity out of my system so that way it doesn't, you know, turn into poison and then I end up getting really ugly and gross. So that's mostly something that I like to do on the full moons. 
That's a great one. I love that. I definitely, um, I do have my, um, my Sabbat rituals. Um, I always do a ritual bath, um, and then some sort of candle ritual also. Um, so I usually base the candle ritual on like whatever is going to be like kind of the most powerful spell work during that Sabbat. Um, I still haven't quite figured out what I'm doing for uh, Beltane yet, but like for Astara, I used um, like eggshell. I used eggshells as my candle holders, um, and I did some prosperity rituals for to go along with the beginning of spring. Um, so I definitely kind of make sure that I always have at least my candle ritual and my bath ritual um, on the sabbats. Very cool. I, tr- I, I try. I try to cook a good dinner too, but that doesn't always happen. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I agree. I feel like I try to be such a good kitchen witch when it's you know holiday time, but right. it just does not always work out like the way I've envisioned in my head. I'm just not no. as skilled in the kitchen as I want to be. <laughs> totally, totally get it. Because like it's like you're always have this envisioning of like um like a grand meal for Beltane or like Ostara or like any other Sabbat and then it turns to shit and you're just like okay I forgive myself but at the same time why couldn't it look like you know um Bon Appetit or something yeah. so see my, see, my yeah. problem is is that I end up cooking a meal for like a dozen people and it's just me and my boyfriend <laughs> oh I love it <laughs> and he's he's a very picky eater so half the time he's like I'm I'm not eating it <laughs> so then there's just so much food and then so much cleaning <laughs> oh man I love that okay Oh, and then the last sort of question that I got a lot that listeners want to know because they struggle with this in their own lives is make how do you make both the space and the mindset to practice? Do you have, I mean, do you just consider your whole house a witchy space or do you have altars or um, some space like that? And then how do you get in the mindset like you're you take baths you ritual baths and things both of you um how do you get in the right mindset or sort of consecrate the space is there anything that you do to make it just feel more like witchy rather than mundane um so i have what i call my craft room um and it is just i have let me how i'm sitting in here now i have one two three i have five altars in this room (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) So kind of as soon as you walk in the room, you just automatically, I'm just in that space because there's just so much like of that energy that I've put into this room already. Um, But I do have a couple things like kind of around the house, like little witchy things here and there. But for the most part, like I just put everything into the one room. Um, And so like I have like my little, I call it like my apothecary where I keep all my herbs. And then it has like a little table area where I can do my spell work. And then I have another space where I keep all my tarot cards and do my readings. Um, my altars for certain ancestors um, or for certain deities. I have my ancestor altar and a manifestation altar in here. And then the glamour altar that I just started working on. Um, so I've put a lot of time and effort and probably spent way too much money <laughs> creating <laughs> creating a space
space for myself, but it's like being in this room is just like my Zen zone. Like I have like just created the perfect little bubble for me to do all my magic in. And it's all I have to do is be in this room. And it's so easy for me to just get into that right headspace for things. That's really nice. Yeah, that's awesome, Alana. I love that. Um, so for me, I definitely have two spaces. I'm very lucky enough to live with my husband where I can actually spread my stuff out. Um, so one of my rooms um, is my altar room. It's also a place where we read my books and stuff. Um, but it's kind of like a library slash witch room. Um, I have my altar space and everything where I can do like most of my spell work and where I can just do my meditation. That's kind of just where I do most of my meditation is in that room. And then where I have my office where I spend most of my time in there because I'm more of a researcher kind of person and I like to learn new things constantly. So I'm always in the office and I have like a mini office altar for um, to kind of like help me concentrate. Um, I have most of my wards in here as well. So that way I can feel protected. And I know that if I'm practicing, I can be in a safe space. Um, but for the most part, I like to stay in my research room. It's my little bubble of just knowledge and everything. I call it the high priestess room. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Good one. So I have that room in that space where I have literally just books everywhere. If you can just imagine like a stacky room of books, that's what my room looks like. Honestly, I have like all my witch books in the corner. I have like my notebooks everywhere, my pens everywhere, my laptop, my computer, everything is in here. Right. So um, I like to stay in this room because it's it's basically me in a room. So I'm always trying to find new things and research new things. And also, um, I don't know if you guys have heard of Occultish, um, but I am one of the admins to their Facebook group. So I'm always trying to keep up and be relevant with the page so that way everyone can kind of just like learn new things with me at the same time. So that's where I'm at for most of my days where I have days off. Well, that sounds nice. Yeah, so that's just me in a little nutshell for just uh, researching and all that good stuff. So that's always a fun time. Yeah, I definitely get into those moods too, where I'm like, I have to research a bunch of things, I have a stack of books going, all these like notebooks. I I have like so many books on so many different topics, I just need to pick a topic already. Yeah. And, like, stick with it because my brain's just I'm over here like halfway through a book on glamour magic and then I just started one on psychedelic shamanism and I'm just like my brain's going a million miles a minute trying yeah. to cram everything in and remember it all <laughs> yeah seriously it's like choosing a major and you just can't do it right <laughs> yeah so yeah, I definitely always say it's a, a lifelong practice there's no need to pigeonhole yourself now and pick something you're not stuck with it you are going to be learning forever there's so many like books and resources and everything else that you're going to learn for the rest of your life (laughs) my my practice has gone so many I I started I consider my practice to have like really started started in 2014 because that's when I got my first tarot deck um and like I have gone down so many different paths since then so (laughs) it is okay to explore everything and anything that's half the fun (laughs) it is exactly well I want to thank you guys so much for being here and talking a little bit about your practice and just different ways that the listeners can incorporate more witchcraft into their 
daily life or weekly routines, whatever it is. Uh, definitely for- appreciate having you here. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank uh, you for having us. This was very, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. I and had fun. Just, uh, I want you guys to remind everybody where they can find Witchcast and either of you on your social media or any websites, anything that you have to share so everybody can find you. Yeah, go ahead, Alana. Uh, you can find me on TikTok at witchy.a or yeah, witchy.af and then you can find me on Instagram at witchy.af000 and you can find me on Facebook on a couple places. Um, you have the Witch and Kitchen Box, which is the kitchen box that you all should check out. Uh, it's a Sabat Kitchen Witch Box that we are starting. Um, I partnered up with Brittany from the Witch and Kitchen Podcast um, for a Sabat Kitchen Box. So you can find that on Facebook. And then also Spellbound um, Enchantments and the group Spellbound Witches is the witchcraft school that I teach at. So you can find me there too. Awesome. And then you can find me and Alana. Our Instagram is witchcast9. And you can find us on Anchor, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, and pretty much everything is listed on the Anchor um, website and everything. We put everything in our Instagram. So if you guys want to check us out, more than happy to have you guys talk. Like, we would love to talk to you guys. So if you want to DM us, more than happy to say hello. And I will definitely make sure that I link them in the show notes so you can find all of this stuff easily. That's always at witchwednesdays.com. Yay. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having us. I really, Thank really you. Thank you guys for being here. And listeners, thanks for listening along. Hopefully you will go check them out. And that is everything we have for you this week. And I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Need even more witchcraft? Subscribe to Patreon for exclusive bonus content three times a week and order Sabbath boxes and other supplies at witchwednesdays.com. Be sure to follow on Instagram at witchwednesdays podcast.